What? Emergency procedure. If there's a gas leak, the building evacuates. They shut down the elevators and seal the fire doors. We have to be out by then. You're joking. The wall clock counted down to 5.59. He started a timer on his watch. Yeah. I was meeting with my lawyers when the quake hit. It limits its damage from any gas explosion. He pulled her toward a hallway. I can't believe you're scared of getting caught with me. Not hard, girl. What part of secret do you not understand? If we're caught, they'll ask what we're doing here, not what we're hiding in our pasts. Fair point. She hurried alongside him, eyes bright. Were you waiting for an earthquake before you did this? Good guess. This was the third minor quake in the past month. I got lucky. I've been looking for the perfect opportunity for weeks. Chaos, downtown, it was karma. I figured seize the day. He rounded a corner. A glass-fronted display case along the wall had cracked, spilling sports memorabilia on the floor. She rushed past. Is that a Joe Montana jersey? His stopwatch beeped. Five minutes. He opened a mahogany door. Across a conference room, the red embers of sunset caught them in the eyes. The hills of San Francisco rose in front of him, electric with light and packed to the rafters like a stadium. He shrugged off his coat, took a camera from the pocket, and handed it to her. When I tell you, point and click. He crossed the room and opened the doors to a rooftop terrace. Kicking off his shoes, he strode outside. You complained I was using the club as a confessional. You told me I was seeking expiation for my sins, but you said you couldn't give me absolution, he said. Deep below them, the building groaned. She walked outside, breathing hard. Damn, Scott, this is dangerous. Your dare was, and I quote, for me to offer a public display of penitence and for Christ's sake get proof. He pulled his polo shirt over his head. Her gaze seared its way down his chest. Now, he thought, before his courage and exhilaration evaporated. He unzipped and dropped his jeans. She gaped. He backed toward the waist-high brick wall at the edge of the terrace. Turn on the camera. You came commando-style to a meeting with your lawyers? Naked. He climbed onto the brick ledge and stood up, facing her. Her lips parted. Thrilled to his fingertips, he turned to face Montgomery Street. A salt breeze licked his bare skin. Two hundred feet below, fire and police lights flickered through the steam boiling from the ruptured pipe, turning the scene an eerie red. He spread his arms. Shoot! You have got to be kidding me! Take the photo, hurry! That's not penitent. He glanced over his shoulder. She was shaking her head. Bad? You tattooed bad on your tailbone? His watch beeped. Four minutes, do it! You're a badass? She put her fists on her hips. You get all torn up about a nasty thing you did in college and want to unload it on us, fine, 
But you can't tattoo some preening jock statement on your butt and call it repentance. That's not remorse. Hell, it's not even close to being dirty. Frowning, she stormed inside. He turned around. Hey! Was she leaving? No, everything depended upon her getting the photo. She ran back out, holding a piece of sports memorabilia from the display case. It was a jockey's riding crop. He swallowed. She whipped it against a potted plant with a wicked crack. Somebody needs to take you down a notch. He nearly whimpered. She wanted points, too. This was even better. Snapping the crop against her thigh, she crossed the terrace. Evaluating the ledge, she unzipped her ass-hugging skirt, wriggled it down, and stepped out of it. It's time to make your act of contrition, she said. In the tight-fitting black jacket, she looked martial. The stilettos could have put out...